What's good, everybody? You listen to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks with me, your host, Benjamin Banks, and my co-host, Trav and Rebellious D. What is going on tonight, fellas? The party lit right now, bro. It oh, is. Yeah. We're here. Yes. <laughs> um, before we get things rolling, we just had a birthday pass for Mr. Rebellious, the rebellious one himself. And we just want to say happy birthday to you. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Tell them about them birthday spankings. Yeah. What did you do for your birthday, man? I I fought my family off. That's what I did. Okay. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, like for Wolverine on his birthday every year, Sabretooth shows up and he tries to kill him. So did did Michael show up on your birthday to try and kill you? Yeah, I did. I did get an anonymous box around seven and uh, seven a.m. That is, and it was just a box, right? And it was green yeah. and it had a bunch of question marks all over it. And I was just like, huh. <laughs> <You know. laughs> but I love. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it was just chill, guys. I just chilled out, man. Did a bunch of nothing. I got some pretty sweet gear from the missus and uh, 49er gear, that is, you know. And uh, yeah, I just chilled out, man. Watched some cartoons, read some Demon Slayer. You know, that's it, man. Good, 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 man. And you, you know what's crazy? It's like, I don't even care about celebrating my birthday anymore. I'm just trying to, like, oh, chill at the crib. It's a lot to be going on on your birthday, man. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> We can't be speaking about that on the podcast. Oh, oh yeah, we can't, man. But look, <laughs> but look, right. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had went to the beach with my girl and her friend and her friend's daughter, right? And so me and her friend's daughter, we were out in the water and like we were doing Kamehameha waves, which I was impressed that, you know, that she knew what the Kamehameha was. She's only eight years old, right? You was impressed so, how good it looked too. And, hey, she was doing it. She was doing it good. So she had the form you know, down. So I asked her. I was just like, "So what anime are you into?" Right? And she was like, "I really like Mojo." And I was like, "Mojo, what's that? Is what like the Powerpuff Girls?" And she was like, "She said no, it's called Mojo." And I was just like, "Well, what's it about?" And she said, "There's a lot of blood up there." And it's it's crazy. Like there's always people fighting, and I was she just like, "What she was talking about?" As soon as I, she bro, said Mojo. She kept, she kept saying Mojo, and I was just like, "Well, I've never heard of Mojo, but I've heard of Jojo." And then she was just like, "She said, well, look on Mojo, it's about these two brothers, and one of them has a mask." And I was just like, "You talking about Jojo?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, it is called Jojo." So for an eight year old girl. Here we go, Trav. Get ready. Buckle up. Here we go. She ain't say nothing about no One Piece. None about no My Hero Academia. She also called it the wrong name. Huh? She also called it the wrong name. She's only eight now, but she she said it's her favorite. But speaking of JoJo, the anniversary just passed when I first started watching it. And it was August 7th, 2019. Who, who does and that, bro? Hey, it came up, it came uh-huh. up on my uh, memories. And it's and, and what I said about it was it's a pretty interesting show so far. So Dio is Dracula, pretty much. But who would have thought that I would have watched the show that day 
uh, I would have fell in love with it. It would have changed your life forever. I do today. And you guys love it when I talk about JoJo. I love it when you mm. talk about Mojo. This guy. Now that you got your fix in, are we good? Uh, I believe so. I don't have anything else to say about JoJo. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But hey, I mean, look, there's been a lot of stuff that's gone on in uh, the nerd community this week. Before we started recording, me and Trav was talking about the RX-78 Gundam that's finally finished and come to life in Japan. Like, they were showing it off today, man, and it looks so badass. Yeah, it's legit. That. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's legit, dude. They had the smoke coming out. Yeah. Bro, it, it looked it looked so sweet. And I was it had me thinking, how crazy would it be if we lived in a world where we could climb into these robots that were like as big as, you know, their toes. Yeah. And you just wow. get to climb into these things, man, and fight. Wow, I feel like if we got into these things, we would be like the guys that you see that uh, that the mobile suit gunner pilots kill. You I was know, about they, to say the ones that die real quick. <laughs> yeah, they die real that, that would be us. We would hop in the Gundam thinking we doing something, and then we would get killed just like that. That's true. I feel sorry for those guys, man. There's nothing Somebody, you can do. Hey, everybody can't be a new type. That's right. Somebody got to do. Not everybody can be a new type. Not everybody can become one with a Gundam. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Hey, nobody and nobody. You hear me? Nobody runs around like Hero You either. That's pulling right. guns out on everybody. Oh. Swerving, Hero, swerving chicks. She came up to him with the invitation. Yeah. He ripped, it up, in he ripped it up in front of her. And he whispered <laughs> to her, I'll kill you. And that was the first episode. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Here, hey, he keeps it real. People talk about an original G. Yeah, well, we found him. Yeah, what we found him. What a douchebag. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, like, he was supposed I, to be like 15 years old, I think, man. A little yeah. off top. Jesus. Yeah. What 15-year-old acts like that? Well, it's because of how he was raised. Like, he was pretty much, uh, I'm trying to think, like, it's, it's it, there's a movie that's out where it's yeah, like. It's Juice. Huh? I said, yeah, it's called Juice. <laughs> Not Juice. <laughs> There's a there's a movie I, I can't think of the character where it's like they were raised and like all they they were raised to do was to be a killer, and I'm mad I can't think of it right now. But well, there's one that I watched from my Japanese collection or kung fu collection, excuse me, um, called Azumi. Uh-huh. Uh And they're basically like raised by a retired assassin to kill um, corrupt political officers or a corrupt shogun, excuse me. So that's kind of cool, and that's what it reminds me of too. That's just yeah, wild, man. bro. It's wild. Yeah. How long the series gone on for? And mm-hmm. how like big the universe is, man. It's got it's got novels. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Forget about it. It's got everything, dude. Yep. Uh, I mean, I mean there's, that- basically, there's basically a Gundam show for anybody. You know, if you you know, if you look hard enough, you'll find something you like, basically, at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Even- just waiting. I'm just waiting on that Hathaway's Flash. Hathaway's Yeah, the, uh, the follow-up to Gundam Nerd. I don't know if you saw MSGNT in theaters when it came out. 
now. I know you want to go see it. Oh yeah, I, I saw it, bro. There was like six people in the theater, and what? I was. At, they were all middle aged too, and I was just like, "This thing has no following here over in the states like that, compared yeah. to some of these other animes, bro." Bro, that's how it is. Like when I went to go see Sailor Moon R and Sailor Moon S, like it was on like five people in the theater, man. And yeah. I, I really wanted to just like the next. I mean, well, I don't know if we can do it now because of COVID, but it's like if it was ever something like that and COVID never came, like I would get all those people that's in the theater be like, hey, y'all trying to sit together? Like we're the only four people in here. Like we don't got to be separated. We can all share popcorn and whatnot. Well, People's that's what that's what we did for NT. I, I mean, we didn't all sit together. But after the movie, we all went into the lobby and everybody was like showing off their Gundam models that they have and stuff like that. And some of these dudes, like they are into it, dude. I'm talking about they have spent tens of thousands of dollars on Gundam models. They got their own like uh, airbrush. They take it serious, bro. Yeah, I used to be really into Gundam back when I was in uh, middle, like elementary school, middle school. But then it's like, you know, I kind of just got out of it after a while. But I think it was like when it, by the time it got the Gundam seed, it's like when I kind of got out of it. But like Gundam Wing was always my favorite, though. I mean, I, I think it's a lot of people's favorite, you know, from that era when it came out, when it was on Toonami. I mean, we had a couple of Gundam shows. Um, G Gundam is another good one, too. Oh, yeah. I definitely enjoyed G Gundam. Uh, you know that what was that? Burning Banger. That one. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. First, it was, first it was the shining finger, then when he had the shining gundam, and then he got the burning gundam. Dude. Going, shout out. No, shout out to Jimmy Crockett, man. Jimmy D. Crockett <laughs> from America. Forget all that. Jimmy D. Crockett, baby. Dude, I'm telling you, people be hating. A lot of people hate on this gundam. But, bro, if you've ever seen Gundam Build Divers, where it's like like Beyblade or whatever, where yeah. it's a multiplayer game, they build their Gundam and then they battle in like mm-hmm. a virtual reality type of deal. It's sick, bro. I've seen yeah, it, bro, dude. if you ain't seen Build Divers, man, check it out, dude. It's sick. Yeah, I've, right? seen, I've seen it before, but it just didn't interest me, though, for real. Yeah. Yeah, I said, like I said, it gets a lot of like people hate on that one because it's like not real, quote unquote. You know what yeah. I mean? But he's um, yeah, Trav. That to me, that sounds amazing. I'm gonna check it out probably oh, tonight. It's so good, it's so yeah. good. But Banks, I just want to clear the air real quick. Banks, he's not interested because of that, man. There's no JoJo tie-ins. So yeah, yeah. exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I can find JoJo references in oh. Mobile Suit Gundam. I'm sure that I can. Okay. But, but hey, did you guys see the new trailer for the Yashahime anime? The Inuyasha sequel? Oh, you know. Yeah. How'd y'all feel about it? I'm interested. Um, me and Trav actually talked a little briefly. I think it was last night. Yeah, it was um, last night. Yeah, you know, it bleeds together. But uh, if they don't do too many flashbacks, dude, I'll be fine with it. It needs to be recap first episode and move on. I'm I can't do it every episode. I can't. I can't do it every other episode. I can't do it every every other other episode. Just get it out of the way. So, to to me, 
I hope that they set it to where it's like, if you've seen Inuasha before, cool, but you don't need to see it to pick up on this series. That's yeah. kind of what I'm hoping they do. And then there's really no need for any sort of recapping. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool if they do, like, flashbacks, kind of like how on The Legend of Korra, like, they'll do the flashbacks here and there to show you what Aang was doing when, as an adult when he was still alive. Like, I'm I'm cool with that, and I'm also cool with, uh, you know, Inuyasha. I mean, they already said that the characters were going to make appearances on the show, and I'm cool with that as long as they're not the main focus because the main focus right now is... Sashomaru's da- twin daughters and Inuyasha and Kagome's daughter, which I'm happy that their daughter is more of a supporting character instead of, you know, the main focus because if, it, if she was the main focus then you would have a series like Boruto, you know what I'm saying? Boruto, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I hear you. But yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's supposed to be dropping in October and, uh, I can't wait to see it. I mean, like, I, I really need to finish watching the final act. I tried watching it, and it's I so just bad. It's so yeah, I couldn't get into it. It like, uh, like maybe if I would have watched it when it initially dropped, when I still, you know, was into Inuyasha like that, I would have been hyped for it. But you know, after watching it, I, I think I tried watching it uh, last year. I just couldn't get into it. It was, it was definitely the voice acting. I know they, uh, some of the voice actors didn't return and. There was just certain stuff that was going on the, on the anime that I was just like, uh, like this is dumb. So I'm definitely going to try to finish it so that way I can be prepared when uh, Yashahimi starts in October this year. And also, I mean, oh, mm-hmm. go ahead. Go, ahead. Sorry. Oh, you, go, go, go. No, no, no. Go ahead because I was about to bring up something else. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just, um, I was just gonna drop a quick line on that. Um, yeah, everything doesn't age well, for one. In the Inuyasha, they, they try to do a little too much, I feel, with it. And, uh, yeah, I, I really hope that they don't spend a lot of time recapping. I'm not interested in seeing, you know, an update on the characters, but I understand it's been a while since Inuyasha's been out, and some people, some younger viewers probably don't know it as well as we do. So I, I understand that, but I don't want them to overdo it, man. Ugh. That's a that's the fear of mine. It doesn't need to be like Dragon Ball GT, where it's like Goku was still the main focus. Like, yeah. Well, you could yeah. tell that's not going to be the case here. Yeah. yeah. It looks it looks way more modern day. I guess it's just on a uh, Kagome side of the world. Like, didn't she go through a portal or something like that? Yeah. Well, in pretty much in the trailer, Shishomaru's daughter she goes to the modern world, and okay. she and she ends up. Uh, again, taken care of by Kagome's brother, and like ten years go by, and now she's tr- she returns to the demon, the feudal uh, world, and her sister doesn't remember who she is, and like now they're going on this adventure so that way that she can get her memories back and all this other stuff, and they can they can figure out like what happened and like how she got stuck in the modern world. So I'm I'm wondering if like. You know, we're going to see cell phones and TikTok and YouTube and oh, Snapchat. We ain't going to see no, see no TikTok. <laughs> yeah, where did he go? He, he lost us. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to see some. I mean, because like they're teenagers. But I mean, then again, I mean, 
Well, I'm sorry, they're not teenagers, they're kids. Whereas uh, Kagome, when she was up there, she was a teenager. So, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, what I was about to bring up next was there's a My Hero Academia OVA coming out this Friday, August 15th. And it's, it's two episodes and it takes place during season three of the series. And uh, uh, pretty much what is, what's it, uh, it's, what it's about is in this brand new adventure, some class 1A students are sent to hone their survival skills at a training course. Having yet to receive their provisional licenses, they are eager to cut loose and have a little fun. They quickly discover that the danger they face is no simulation. It's going to take their combined training, teamwork, and quick thinking if they are going to pass this assignment. That's right. like it. It's going to be a cool yeah. little OVA. It's cool to get something new. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, especially since, you know, we did the My Hero Academia episode a little late. Because of Funimation, of course. So, um, we were, for people like me who was keeping up with the dub, well, you really didn't have to wait that long to get some new My Hero stuff coming yeah. in. Well, now, just to let you know, this is only going to be subbed. I don't think, uh, I'm not- I, yeah, I, again, I don't know what Funimation, you know, if they're going to try and strike a deal or if they're just going to say, screw it. I mean, because again, they never did the dub for that other OVA that came out with the uh, original movie. That, that, that's exactly what. Well, there have been OVAs before, not, not the All by Rising one, but there have been OVAs before for the series that were never dubbed. And this came from Funimation's uh, website. Like I had saw it on Instagram. Right. And then. Uh, you know, they said look more into it by going to their website, and they said it was coming out this Friday on the 15th. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, now, are, are they releasing it for free? Like the studio? Like, is it going to be on TV over there in Japan? or? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be on TV in Japan, but uh, you are going to have to watch it on the Funimation app. I don't know if it's going to be on Hulu. I'm assuming right. that it's going to be on the Funimation app. That's going to be the only way that you can watch it, but I'm sure somebody's going to download it and put it on YouTube so you can watch it on YouTube or wherever. Yep. Pirate. Pirate. A lot of a lot of cool anime stuff came out this week. What else? Um the Again the new uh Pokemon Coco movie that uh was supposed to come out in July. Just they just put out like a somebody did like an English dub trailer for it to like yeah. kind of explain things. But this movie is kind of cool because, um, you know, we just had Pokemon Day, uh, what, three weeks ago, maybe at most, somewhere around there. And, um, you know, they released uh, a new Pokemon called uh, Zarude for it, who's, you know, like the main Pokemon in this movie. And uh, pretty much it's about. This mythical Pokemon called Sarud, who is it's kind of like Tarzan. Tarzan means Pokemon. He's he's been raising this boy named Coco as like one of his own. Yeah. And then, you know, Ash and Pikachu run into him and uh they begin their adventure or whatever. But it's also gonna have a shiny Celebi in the movie too. So I'm sure Pokemon fans are excited. You know how much they love the shinies. Yeah, so uh, you know. We know. Yeah, so I personally could give a 
care less about shinies personally, but I know that uh, Pokemon fans go go ham for them. So, so Go isn't going to be in the movie. No, Go's not in the movie. Uh-huh. At least from the trailer, I don't know if he's going to make an appearance or whatever. Yeah. Well, um, I'll check it out. Is it going to be on Netflix? No, this is strictly... There's been no announcement for when they're doing an English dub. So uh, I would assume Netflix would, you know, come on in and strike a deal. You know, since that's what they did for uh, Journeys. And this takes place, you know, in that eighth generation. You know what I mean? So it doesn't necessarily take place in the Galar region, but it's, you know, Galar Pokemon, quote-unquote. Yeah. So... I could see them striking a deal, but the crazy thing is, can you believe this is Pokemon's 23rd movie? Yeah, it's been around for a long time, man. Insane, man. I know that they release movies every year. Every year. Does does Detective Pikachu count as one of the movies? No, it doesn't. I mean, these are strictly the... Yeah. Yeah. These are strictly the, you know, the Japanese animation movies that... They've come out every year in July since 97 or whatever it is. 97. They've come out with a movie every year. Is it usually just one movie a year? Yeah, it's usually one movie a year. I mean, they come out so frequently, dude. I I had to ask because I know they drop them. Yeah, Yeah, it's just like the land before time. I just remember going to see that first movie with Mewtwo Uh and theaters. I went to see that twice. Oh, man. Uh Get that, that ancient Mew card. I still got that. Yeah, man, that was a, a great. That's a pretty valuable card. And I also went to see the first Power Ranger movie. I went to see that twice. Oh yes, yeah. right, that I movie. Still, that Power Ranger movie still holds up, man. It yeah, does. It was, it was got Tom, the tur- right? Now the Turbo one doesn't though. The Turbo. turbo. Oh Turbo. turbo. Yeah. yeah. You mean Go Ninja? Uh, that uh, Go Ninja. Go Ninja! Oh, go! No, I go. said Turbo, but the Power Rangers Turbo. turbo. My fault. Hey, you took me back. Yeah, that movie's uh, eh. that movie's all right. It was it was okay as a kid, but like watching it now, it's just like ah, ah. Uh, I mean, having to go save Kimberly and and Jason just didn't do it for me anyway. It was just like, come on, Jason's washed up. He's a bum. Come on. Yeah, but you know, you had your boy Ivan Ooze. He, I was, he was about selling, to say he was selling yeah, that. Link. I mean, <laughs> I, it's it's hard to compete with that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie because again, you had the White Ranger, right? Uh-huh. Um, Ivan you had Ooze. Ivan Ooze, who was yeah. like, what a cool Mighty Morphin Power Ranger villain, and uh-huh. that soundtrack was fire. Uh, hey, don't forget to introduce the uh, the ninjas. Yeah, that was sick. I mean, it was just—I uh, don't know, man. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Good movie. That's right. And, 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 and Bulk uh-huh. and Skull finally saved the day, bro. They saved the day. I was about to say, and Adam was mad because he got the frog, and he was uh-huh. like, "Man, I'm a frog." He was depressed. They had to talk. They had to talk him off the ledge. Hey, but that man. girl was yeah. Frogs turn into princes, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." <laughs> hey, now. Now Adam Crowley. So at the end, he he won. Exactly. That's right. But I look. But look. Um, I know we we've been talking about a a lot of stuff in this intro. Um, 
it was just dropped this week. Well, not this week, but last week that uh, Avengers beta is, is coming out. It's and Spider Man is going to be an exclusive character to the Avengers game on the X- PS. Xbox fans is big mad. They are, yeah, they are big mad. They are livid. They said they're going to boycott the game. Uh wah, wah. just like Xbox. It's but like it, it's not, bro. Blame Microsoft again. Yeah. Aren't Xbox fans always the one who? Uh, Say who cares about exclusives? Oh. Now, now all, now all of a sudden, Sony gets that exclusive, and, and they get they got some they feeling some type of way about it, bro. Yeah, I mean, but they should have already known. I mean, Spider Man came out on the PS4 back in 2018, and it was an exclusive game to the PlayStation 4. So why would they think that Spider Man is going to be in the Avengers game on uh, on the Xbox? That's and at the exactly. same time, he's DLC. He like he's like having Spider Man is not gonna affect the story at all. He's just a character that they're just giving away so that way Sony players can have him. That's all he is. I'm sure I'm sure that uh the Xbox are gonna get somebody. No, they're, they're not. They already came out and said there's gonna be <laughs> no players. Like that's it. Uh, oh wow. Well, I mean, they're still coming out with DLC characters. It's just that they're not gonna be able to get Spider Man. And if they want to play with Spider-Man, then they just need to get a PS4. That's right, baby. That's Come all on that over. Is. We'll make room for you. Yeah, so is, um, is there anything else that we need to bring up in the intro? Or are y'all ready to go ahead and get into today's topic? Uh, my oh, only thing on. is, I was about to yeah, say, the only thing I saw was uh, Bill and Ted are getting a week early release date on uh, their movie. Oh, for why real? Is that? Yeah. I, I don't know why. Like they're moving it up. They're moving it up a week. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, it might be something else coming out they don't want to compete with. I mean, that's the only thing I could really think about, I guess. But nothing's coming out in theaters. So, do you consider yeah. it the same? It's coming out the fourteenth now. So that's what seven day next next Friday it comes out instead of the twenty first. Well, now, huh. well, well, when this episode drops, it'll be what next Thursday. The fourteenth oh, Friday. So by the time this episode drops in like three days, it'll okay. uh, it'll come out. But yeah, man, what's it called? Dropping in a week early. I'm ready to see this movie again. I don't think it's gonna be nowhere near as great as the first two, but yeah. um, we'll Before. see. I mean, Apparently. you could just see how old they look now, dude. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's like I said, man. It's like it, they just don't. They just don't. Uh, I mean, like you know, just hearing Kiana's voice, yeah, Kiana's voice, you know, and like having him go back to try to, you know, voice Ted, like it just. It's I like, agree. I, oh yeah. So speaking of Kiana, they already greenlit uh, John Wick Five. I, they're shooting back yeah, to back. I saw. I so saw. So they're doing what they did for the Lord of the Rings trilogy. They're just gonna keep shooting back to back. Hey, I mean, nobody, many, everybody loves many, John Wick, so. How many do y'all think they're going to make? Bro, you think I mean, they're going to stick to the ground or what? They're going to keep I, on going until people don't want to see it. Yeah, anymore. pretty much. And to me, again, the first two are really good, and three's good, but it's just like, okay, to me. And now it's just like, all right, I can't believe we're still getting more. But that's just <laughs> me. I, yeah. I don't like when they beat a series into the ground. Like fast Nobody. 
Yeah, like Fast and the Furious. You know, they got all these spinoffs now and uh-huh. all this crazy stuff. They're talking about bringing cars into space. Uh-huh. I can't wait for that. It's just, it's too much sometimes, man. And Hollywood's yeah. good for doing that, dude. They'll beat a series into the ground. Uh-huh. I just see them stopping the asteroid with their car, with their, uh, their 95 Honda Civic and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like uh, you know, how they ran uh the la- the Lost Boys into the ground. Oh Lord, I can't believe you just now seen one of my favorite films, bro. I know, I finally seen it, man, and it was so and there's so much controversy around this film. I know. Huh? You mean Lost Boys, Lost Boys? Like he just now saw Lost Boys. Yes. Now seeing it. He so late on seeing stuff. Bro, God, thank you. I don't know. He just saw the Warriors. Now he's just seeing the Lost Boys. Another cult classic. Give me a break, man. man. It's it's best it's best that I've seen them now instead of you know seeing them when I was younger. Because now I can. Hey, hey, the heck with listening to uh, music when you work out at the gym. We need to make him a playlist of movies to watch at the gym. (laughs) I can't watch everything at the gym because most movies are. You know, an hour and thirty minutes, and like I only do cardio. I only do cardio for like an hour, so I just I can't. Like, hey, I'm I'm checking everything out though. But hey, it was good. Uh, I do want to check out part two on part three, even though no, you don't. Even though I heard that they're bad, I and mean, they're, they're, they're considered canon. They're considered canon. Well, of course, they are. Yeah. You I mean, of, it's not as good as that original dude, but they're they're uh, watching. They're not, you know. Well, I, mm-hmm. it's only because it took him like twenty years to come out with the second <laughs> one, you know, yeah. and then the third one came out right after, and yeah. they they suck, bro. I mean, but in the third one, they um they brought back Corey Feldman. Nah, he was in the second one. Oh, he was yeah. in the second one too. That's right. Yeah. He was in the second one that he he died before uh, being in the third one. It's, yeah, but well, they said that they're supposed no, to be. No, you're thinking of Corey uh, Ham, Ham or whatever Corey, his last Corey, name was. Corey Ham. Yeah, Ham. No, but no, but Corey Feldman. He was in the second and the third. And one. the third, yeah. But they no the one that they brought back. They brought back the uh, the other brother, the other frog brother. The, yeah, the, uh, I can't remember the other one's name. Yeah, he was a vampire now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but um, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, we can go ahead and roll into today's topic. Y'all ready? Oh, I've been ready. Uh, All right. Right. On today's episode, we are talking about Scott Pilgrim versus the World. It is the ten-year anniversary of one of the most I I would not underrated, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's, it definitely has a cult following. Yeah, it's a very niche film. But at the time, we'll get into it when we talk about it on today's episode. But, uh, you know, it was just one of those films. Like, it came out and uh, a lot of people didn't go see it. So today is the 10-year anniversary. And I am happy that we are doing this episode. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hey, Trav, you know something, man? I really want to get a tattoo. I see all the cool tattoos that you have, and I think that it's finally time for me to get one, bro. You know what, man? I've been waiting for you to say that, and do I have the place for you? Oh, what's that? Golden Ink Tattoo. 
located at 3109 Airline Boulevard out in Portsmouth, Virginia. Okay, so I want to get a sweet Dragon Ball Z tattoo. Do you think that they'll be able to hook me up there? Not only can you get a Dragon Ball Z tattoo, you can get a Death Note, My Hero Academia, Totoro. This place is the tattoo shop for all things anime and nerd culture. Well, bro, I'm so happy that you told me about Golden Ink Tattoo, and I think I'm going to go there today, and I'm going to get me a really, really sweet My Hero Academia tattoo. Well, look, I'll tell you what. What? Why don't we go ahead and call my personal friend, Denise, who's the owner of the shop, and we can give her a call at what? 757-465-1010. Again, that's 757-465-1010. Now, do you think if I go up there and, you know, I say, hey, I'm from Loveland Up with Benjamin Banks, that she'll hook me up? Or do you think I want to pay full price? You walk into Golden Ink Tattoo and you mention the words Loveling Up Banks, they will give you 10% off of your Uh. tattoo. Bro, that sounds really awesome, man. So I'm about to go ahead and call Denise. I'm going to tell her what type of tattoo I want to get. And then the next time you see me, I'm going to have a sweet My Hero Academia tattoo. Get your tattoo at Golden Ink Tattoo located at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. Look, bro. You know what's crazy about this film? Is how, like, if you go back and watch it now... You're like, dude, I can't believe how many people who are like notable were in this uh, movie. Uh-huh. Like, who would have thought that a lot of these people would actually have like legitimate careers? You well, know, when this movie came out. You knew like you knew who your Chris Evans were and you knew who your Michael Sears were, but, yeah, but like, some of these people some of these people I didn't I like I didn't know who they were until I watched this movie, like uh, like Audrey Plaza. Oh, yeah, and uh, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, Anna Kendrick and Bree Larson. Uh, Larson. You know, like uh, what's the uh, man? I can't remember Ramona Flowers. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Like yeah. I didn't know who she was, even though I found out later that she was the same chick that was in Sky High. But yeah, like a lot of these yeah. actors, I didn't. And, I didn't. Of course, man, she played Huntress and Birds of Prey. Eventually, right? Yeah. So I mean, like you can look at everybody and just see like. They went on to do some really good stuff. I mean, Michael Sarah, I mean, he really didn't go on to do a lot, but uh, I mean, he he's in it, Michael Sarah got some classics. Yeah, I mean, he has classics. Super Bad is a classic, dude. Classic yeah, but, yeah, but bro, Super Bad came out before. Uh, I know, but but I'm saying though, like he should, he's got some some classics under his belt, dude. Like, oh, sure. sure. But when you think about it, though, out of the three that was in Superbad, um, I'm mad I forgot his name. Jonah Hill. Right. Jonah Hill is the most successful out of the three main characters from Superbad. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, cause, but Jonah Hill is also like a, it was in his blood to grow up and be this, this genius, quote unquote, kind of guy. But I didn't. I didn't think that back in the day because when you look well, at, I mean, it, you didn't know who his parents were and like the family that he came from. I still don't know the family that he comes from. What family does he come from? Um, the Feltz. I mean, his sister is uh, Elizabeth Feldstein, but his parents are. Um, it's his parents or his uncle. 
or something like that. But I mean, they like grew, he grew up in the entertainment world. Like uh-huh. his, uh, his dad or his uncle or somebody was uh, like the uh, the tour manager or whatever for like Guns and Roses, and uh-huh. like somebody like managed Robin Thicke and like Maroon Five. Like he grew up in this Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know all of that. I, I just remember like the first time I had seen Jonah Hill was in uh, that movie Accepted. Yeah. And then he was in Grandma's Boy. I was about to say the first time I ever saw him, yeah, it was Grandma's Boy. Yeah, and then now look what he's done. I mean, like everybody knows who Jonah Hill is. He's been in so many movies and everything. But we're not talking about Jonah Hill. We're talking about Scott. We could Bittner. though. We could we could. We could, but yeah, we're, we're talking about Scott Pilgrim world. But yeah, like you said, I mean, like there was so many people in this movie, and it's like you know they went on to do bigger and better things after this movie. But it's like you already knew, like during, like I want to say after uh, the movie was finished, rapid. I mean, when it was finished, uh, Chris Evans was doing Captain America. He was filming Captain America after after this movie. Yeah, you know what's crazy is that. Um... Again, when you watch the uh, thing, um, like the documentaries about him, where like yeah. he turned down this role originally, and then he came back and was like, yeah, I'll do it. It's just wild that if he doesn't take the Captain America role, I don't think we get to see how good of an actor he actually is. I don't think it spawns him doing Knives Out. And um, that new show that he's in with Apple TV, I'm defending Jacob. And like, you get to really see, damn, dude, this guy's a hell of an actor. Because, I mean, his first 10 years in the business, bro, is just teen movies and flops. Yeah. This is very like teeny movies. And yeah, like you said, flops, weird movies. I did love him in Not Another Teen Movie, though. Oh, of course. I mean, that movie's just funny. But yeah, yeah I don't think he did a good job in uh, Fantastic Four, even though the movie wasn't that good. Like, yeah, it was just a job. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that Fantastic Four movie is better than that one I didn't see. I'll tell you oh, that much. Sure. for sure. The first one, the first one was really good. The second one That's was like, right. I don't know about the first one. Uh, talking about Rise of the Silver Surfer. The Silver oh, Surfer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so everyone's ultra trash. Oh, like, come on, man. Yeah, that hard pass. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But then, I mean, like you say, Larson, Brie Larson, she goes on to be become Captain America. Not Captain America. I'm sorry, Captain Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, I said Captain America. But she, but she still got to climb, though. You know what I mean? Like from this movie on. Yeah. But honestly, dude, if you've ever seen Brie Larson in like dramas, again, mm-hmm. I don't really care for her as a person. We don't really see eye to eye on things, and I think she's a nut job. But yeah, yeah. she's a hell of an actress. Like she's yeah. an Oscar actress, dude. Like I'll give props where props are due, dude. Speak, speaking of which, guys, before we um get back to Scott Pilgrim. Um, did you guys were you aware that Scarlett Johansson is the uh, the highest grossing actress right now in America? Yeah, I had seen something about that. It's, it's because of the it's because of all the Marvel movies she's been in. Yeah, well, we know why, but I was just I didn't know if y'all were aware. It was since two thousand eighteen. 
Yeah. Right. What's crazy is her and Chris Evans were in uh, the perfect score together. Yep. And quite a few movies. That's when they became friends, and now look mm-hmm. at them. You yep. know, it's it's crazy. You know, you see people from where they started and whatnot, like Chris Evans when he was not another team movie, and then he yep. goes on America. Yep. He's got a super iconic role on his hands. So. Yeah. I'm and actually then, happy. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say I'm happy that he didn't. He didn't like shut the door completely on doing Cap ever again and stuff. I'm happy because he he played it so well. So. I can't imagine anybody else doing it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who are you gonna put there? Yeah, because remember, like, didn't they say that? Because uh, he wasn't supposed to come back as Cap, and like they were gonna replace him, and they had already had like a list of guys that they were gonna use to replace him, but then. He ended up staying staying on board, which is a good thing. Like, yeah. just, like you can't just you know you can't imagine anybody else playing Cap, just like you can't imagine anybody else playing Iron Man. Yeah. And pro- props to the weird. other dude who played Steve Rogers before he turned into Captain America. He's like the scrawny version of him. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know that dude's name or like what they did, but they did a fantastic job of using him. And then, like, making him look and resemble Chris Evans. Yeah, that, um, whatever that little, that aging, the digital effects, that, that team needs a shout-out, dude. Because, um, they, they also did the, uh, Robert Downey Jr. when he was doing his simulation. In oh, Civil yeah, War. they did a great like, job like, in that, too. Dude, yeah. like, what? That is so crazy. But, yeah, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yeah. One, one last thing, what, because we haven't brought him up. Brandon Ralph, like he's another person, like Superman. You know, he did all these right. movies, and then he stars a yeah, Scott Pilgrim, right. and he and he still continued to do superhero stuff. He was in a uh, Dylan Dog, and then later on, he returns to you know superhero roles in the Arrowverse, and he say. plays Ray he, he played He played your boy Adam. Yeah, he played Adam, and then he <laughs> plays Superman again in the. Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. So, mm-hmm. and that pretty much that was his swan song because it's like after that he he left the series. I, like he was on a couple more episodes and then he left. Hmm. I mean, he's you got to think though, dude. He's been pretty active for a long time. So, some people like to take that break, man. Yeah, yeah he's literally been active for a long time, like I consistently. Agree. You know what else is crazy about him? Like a hidden gem? Is, do you remember the genie in a bottle video by Christina Aguilera? What, was he in that video? He was the guy that she was like dancing with and then like pushing off because he was like playing her. Oh, are you yeah. for real? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. How, now, how long have you known this? Oh, I found this gem out. What's it called? When um, he was in the Arrowverse. Ah, uh, I never knew that, man. Like, when he first came on, he's been in a bunch of videos, dude. A bunch of music videos. Yeah, I never I never knew that, man. And he's a very nice guy. Like, you hear people talk about him all the time and, like, just talk about, like, oh, how yeah, nice... Oh, yeah, you see him at Comic-Cons, dude. You could tell, man. He's a, he He's just a cool dude. Like, he's excited to just be, like, doing what he does. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't be? I mean... You see some people that are, you know, in these superhero movies and, and shows, and it's just like, eh, you know, like, I'm happy I'm doing it, but 
it's like with him, like he loves that he does this stuff. Yeah, man. for sure. Like, he's a huge nerd, you know. But yeah, but um, you know, moving back to Scott Pilgrim, I mean, I know it had an incredible cast of you know people that was in it, but pretty much Scott Pilgrim, it was created by Brian Lee O'Malley in August of two thousand and four. And it ran all the way to July of 2010. And, um, yeah, I mean, 2004, I was in, I was going to 10th grade in 2004. Yeah, that's right. Now, did you guys know anything about Scott Pilgrim back then? I didn't even know it was a thing till the movie came out. I still haven't even read the, the books I'm, or anything. Yeah, dude. I still haven't either. I would like to. Yeah, what about um, I'd like to get it for the girls. I mean, it's a great story. Uh, good friend of me and uh, Banks is uh, Bernard Barrow. He actually bought them when the movie came out. He had the the manga set the next week, I think it was, yeah. or the next two weeks, and he let me bomb them and read them very close to the movie. As far as I mean, it's hard to you know with quick stories, you know, right. uh, or short story, you know, it's hard to mess them up. If yeah. you're doing it right, so it's it's very close to the film. I mean, but it was it was like steamroll for me once I watched the movie. Like I said, we got into the novels, and then we started playing the uh, the video game. Thanks, you know, we talked briefly about that earlier. So, I mean, it was I mean, it's a good it's a good story, man. I love the characters on both sides of it. Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah, I agree. So pretty much what Scott Pilgrim is about is about this guy named Scott Pilgrim. And he is a teenager. Well, no, I'm sorry, he's oh, not he a, ain't a teenager. He's a, yeah, he's a he's a young he's a young adult. The 22 year old man, just say yeah, 22 year old man who lives in Canada. Uh, he's a slacker. He has a part time job. He's in a band, and he's and, just trying to make it through life. And he's dating a seventeen he's dating, year old dating a seventeen year old girl, bro, in high school. <laughs> and that is something that. His friends and his family detest about him because he is 22 years old, uh-huh. 22 in the movie, but 23 in the in the comic, and he's dating a 17 year old. And like they're like, Scott, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you dating a 17 year old? You could be dating anybody. I mean, he was dating Envy Adams, who was played by Brie Larson, and she breaks up with him, That's and right. she, she goes on to become this mega rock star. And she leaves him, and it's like after that, uh, he didn't date anybody again after that until he, he started dating. He was heartbroken. Yeah, he was heartbroken. He didn't cut his hair. He had he had the shaggy hair, all that stuff. Man. Now he cut his own hair. That's what it was. Uh, <laughs> he, he gave himself haircuts. I look horrible. Shaggy, I heard, I heard he cut his own hair too. <laughs> oh, so yeah, man, so, it's a weird weird dynamic to set it up to where even in the comics or the graphic novels or whatever you want to call them you got a 23 year old dude your main character is 23 and you're going to set him up with a 17 year old high school student oh bro my my daughter ain't dating a 22 year old dude with no job let me just say that right now oh yeah i mean do you think they're like in canada like I guess seventeen is the the legal age limit. I'm assuming. Well, I think. I think here the age of consent is seventeen. Nah, that, I think it's eight. That doesn't mean that. Um, 
you know, parents can't press charges or the state press charges or whatever the case may be. I mean, it's still gross, bro. Yeah, for sure. She's in high school, man. She ain't even in high school. Yeah. But yeah, so like with the Scott Pilgrim graphic novels, you had Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Scott Pilgrim and the Infinite Sadness, Scott Pilgrim gets it together, Scott Pilgrim versus the Universe, and then Scott Pilgrim's Finest Hour. Now, did you guys know that for Scott Pilgrim's Finest Hour that the original ending had to be changed because the movie came out first before um i'm sorry i'm sorry the movie didn't come out first the movie was already finished before the final the final volume came out so brian had to change the finale because in the finale scott was going to end up with knives but in the movie he ends up with ramona did you guys know that i mean i didn't know that the author planned on him ending up with knives and then changed it at the last minute. I mean, I don't know why that would make him have to change it in the book. Because he wanted it to be, uh, you know, he didn't want it to be different than the movie. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why he, he went with the ending that was similar to the movie, but they did do an alternate ending on the Blu-ray. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, where it's like he does end up with knives. Because, I mean, like, when you think about it, it's like he really does knives dirty. You know, Ramona comes in town. Like, he's been having dreams about this girl because she can travel and into the subspace and whatnot. And then he finally meets her. And then it's like, you know, he he doesn't even break up with knives. He just starts dating Ramona. And knives thinks they're still dating. Yep. Yeah, well, I guess when you put it that way... Yeah, he did do her dirty, but he should have never been dating knives in the first place because she's That's still true. in high school. So it's That's just true. like, dude, maybe he was just trying to find a, a easy way to let her down, man. Just, hey, maybe she'll just forget about me. Nah, I mean, they make references, especially, um, what's the drummer's name? Um, Kim. Because he Kim? used to date Kim. Yeah, they make references. Like, she constantly says, like, yo, Scott, you're a you're a douche, pretty much. Yeah, you're, you're, piece trash. Of, you're trash. Yeah, you're a trash human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you Did you guys watch the animated clip where uh, it showed him where he had to go save Kim? Triple negative. And I never. I I watched it, and I yeah. but I never watched it on Cartoon Network before Scott Pilgrim aired. Like I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I watched it when it uh when it aired on Cartoon Network and I still didn't go see the movie when it came out, which is crazy. Like, did you guys see the movie when it initially came out or did you guys no, see I saw it years later. Yeah, I went with Nard. I think we went to see it uh the opening weekend for it. Hmm. Pretty sure we did. I mean it was a pretty cool movie, man. Good old Yeah, I didn't I didn't good old go Senpai. See- yeah, I didn't go see it. I, I don't know, because, I mean, like, it came out the same year as Kick-Ass. And I don't know. It was just something about Kick-Ass and Scott Pilgrim where it just didn't appeal to I me. Could, I could see it. Because it's like they both look like they were similar movies. So, I, you know, I just, they didn't appeal to me. And I watched both of them later on um, 
when they came out on DVD. But I did get the Scott Pilgrim video game because the video game, it was a beat-em-up game. I love beat-em-up games. And after I got the game, I wanted to watch the movie. And then like the movie came out on uh, the Xbox Marketplace, and then I watched it. And I was just like, man, like why didn't I go watch this movie when it came out in theaters? Like It was filled with video game references. The, the animation during some of the scenes was really good. The, the fighting, the action was good. You know what I'm saying? Like just the whole the whole premise of him having to fight her seven evil ex-boyfriends in order to be with her. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Her seven evil exes. That's because right, one ex. of them, yeah, one of them was a woman, you know what I'm saying? And he, he had to he had to fight all of them to approve his love and he, he ends up winning there at the end of the day. You know, I mean, you had your comedy. Yeah, I was just going to say, I just thought it was, it's such a cool story. And the way that they were able to give it to you in like basically three different like medias, it's pretty cool. Like, you know, you got the video game, then you got the books, and then you got the movie. And it, it all goes pretty well together as far as like a, a continuity standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's it's fun, man. It's cool to get to talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also cool that, you know, the series, what, it came out in 2004, and then, like, six years later, the movie comes out. Now, the movie, while it did get a lot of good reviews and, the, you know, from people, like, it was a box office flop. Like, it cost them $85 million to do the movie, and it only made $45 million back. Yeah, that's a super flop, bro. Yeah. Oh, I saw the numbers. Woof. But yeah. and but it's crazy, man, because I love Edgar Wright, dude. Like he's on so many good movies that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I saw his uh his filmography, man. He's you know, he's done some good stuff. You know, I'm not super familiar with him, but I I know the movies he's done, so yeah. <sighs> yeah. And it's it's crazy because um you know like I have the Blu-ray edition and it's loaded with you know all these extras and stuff like that and like I thought it was cool when I found out that Beck like he he wrote and he composed all of the music with uh, Sex Bomb and like he was also very hands-on when it came to like you know showing the actors like how to play some of the instruments and stuff like that and like, it was just really cool like you know you. You you see stuff in movies and whatnot, and like sometimes it's like you wonder, it's like, yo, can they really, you know, play the drums? Can they really play the guitar? Right. Like that, and it's it's cool that you know that he was on board. He helped them with a lot of stuff, like, and that's really cool. I mean, it's Beck, you know what I'm saying? Like they didn't just get anybody. Like they got Beck, and then he wrote music for for the movie, like that song Ramona. Like, I mean, who doesn't like that? Song? Song. Yeah, the soundtrack's insane fire, but my song is the song that uh, Scott's ex-girlfriend played, that band that she's in. Oh, yeah. That song, Black Sheep. Yes, yes, that's a that's good song. That's my song, bro. Very good, very good soundtrack. And which, and she actually uh, sung the song, uh, Brie Larson. Nice. Yeah, she actually sung it. Uh, like, that was... It was just cool, man. Like this movie overall, like it's such a good movie, and I like I'm happy that you know it has the cult following that it that it has. Now I know that um 
Brian O'Malley, I know that he's he's talked about um or not talked about a sequel or anything like that. Like the only thing that I know that he's mentioned about Scott Pilgrim was back in May. He had uh, mentioned because it was the 10 year anniversary coming up that Ubisoft needed to re-release the game on modern consoles so people right. could play. And like the game, like it was a fun game. It was just super hard. Like like it's meant to be played with with three other people. Now, I mean, you can play it by yourself, and it's definitely a challenge. But when you're playing with like three other people, like it's so much fun. Yeah, I never played the game, so um, that's crazy. We might have to do it if we can get it. I still have it. I I have it on my uh, on my 360, and uh, you know, like I've always wanted to play the Kickass game, which. Which is crazy because, like, back on the PS3, like, for certain movies, like, the games always came out on the PS3. Like, there was a Punisher Warzone game that came out. It was a first-person shooter. Uh, you had a Kick-Ass game that came out. And the Kick-Ass game pretty much played, like, uh, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. And then you had the Scott Pilgrim game that was a beat-em-up. Now, Telltale, they had went to Brian O'Malley and... They wanted to do like a, you know, like the Walking Dead type games with Scott right. Pilgrim. And he turned it down because he was just like, when I think about Scott Pilgrim, like I think of a beat em up. Like I, I don't think, you know, point and click, which it could have still been interesting, you know? No, I, I, I think he made a mistake on that one, dude. You think that he should have did the point and click? Uh, yeah, oh, no, he definitely should have did the Telltale games, dude. Telltale games. Yeah. I agree, because it's so many points in the story where you can interact with, you know, yep. if it were to, you know, be made, yeah. It's a, it's an ideal type of uh, story to use it with. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have been cool with it. I mean, like, I like the Telltale games. Like, I like The Walking Dead. Um, the Batman game was really good. The Guardians of the Galaxy game was fun. This is what I'm saying. They've done games that, quote-unquote, could also be beat-em-ups. I mean, it's Batman, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, if they can turn Batman into that and make it interesting, I- I'm sure they can handle Scott Pilgrim. I agree. So yep. let me ask you guys this. So, wh- who was your favorite Evil X? Uh, what's my man's name? Uh, what is it? Lucius Lee or Lucas Lee? I think it's Lucas Lee. Chris uh, Evans' character, the uh, the skater, because you know. Yeah. I was a pretty good skateboarder myself, so I was like, uh-huh. "Yeah, a total badass, pretty sweet." And then he had all the uh, the copies. He was also an actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His stunt doubles, pretty funny, man. Pretty funny. I know one of the stunt doubles was the voice actor of Ken from the Street Fighter games. Interesting. That's pretty yeah. cool. Um, also, but I also really like the uh, the vegan. Um, don't yeah. remember. Bro, why you gotta steal my steal my shine, my answer, bro? Trav, I just lay it up, man. Alley you, bro. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Todd Ingram, man. Uh huh. Dude, I honestly more so because it's funny. I mean, so was yeah. uh, Lucas Lee because he makes he does that thing with his eyebrows and he talks like real serious or whatever. Yeah. But um, dude, when you know the V. Vegan, how he defeated him is cool. Like he made him uh, drink the dairy 
Or yeah. you put the dairy in the thing or whatever. And then, like, the vegan police show up. <laughs> and they, like, take his powers. Yeah, milk and eggs, bitch. And on top of that, he gets the extra life, bro. That plays a factor later on yes. in the movie. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. That oh, is that was, but that was d- during the fight with the twins where he got that extra life. Where, uh, where he had beat their ass during the, uh, the double battle. But yeah... Uh, Oh yeah, you're right. That's when he got the extra life. But yeah, but my favorite, my favorite ex was definitely Todd Ingram. Like, uh, remember he knocked the highlights out of Knives' hair, and yeah. like, yeah. then young Neil <laughs> got up. He's like, he knocked the highlights out of her hair. Young and then, when, and then when Scott went to go charge at him, and then like he just lifted him up like freezer. Like, bro, like that fight, it was it was badass, man. Yeah, it, was, that, it was a bad fight. That also had. That had the base battle in it too, and that was pretty nasty. Yeah, the mm-hmm. the base battle. Yeah, yeah. That, that was such a good story. So I did some research on, uh, you know, like from the comics, and in the comics, uh, Todd doesn't knock the highlights out of Knives' hair. It is actually the drummer that's with them. She knocks the highlights out of Knives' hair, and then Scott and Todd they end up fighting. Todd whoops Scott's ass, and then they have a rematch, and then the rematch is where they have the base battle. And then Envy, she ends up dumping Todd because she finds out that Todd is cheated on her with the drummer. And then everything still happens similar to what happens in the movie. Then the vegan, the vegan police come, and then they end up taking his powers away, and then that's that. And I also found out that Envy ends up dating Gideon at the end of the movie. And Ramona, she just ends up leaving Scott because Scott finds out, I mean, not Scott, I'm sorry. Ramona finds out that he, that Scott cheated on Knives with her and Knives tells Ramona that Scott cheated on her. And then like when Scott is sleeping in bed, like she confronts him about it. And like he just he just plays it off nonchalant, and then like that's when Ramona's just like, "I'm leaving you." I'm leaving you. Mm-hmm. Leaving you. Bye. Well, yeah, I mean, like, there's a, there's a lot of uh, changes. Like, I really want to watch, uh, not watch, but read the comics because, like, there there's also characters in the comics that didn't appear in the movie, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah. like uh, Knives Dad. He wants to kill Scott because he's white and he doesn't want a white guy dating his daughter. So he doesn't care that Scott is 22 years old and is dating his 17 year old daughter. He only wants to kill him because he's white. Um, yeah, they, they, he mentions that in the thing, though, when he's like, don't your parents like when he's trying to come up with excuses as to why they shouldn't be dating. And it's yeah. like, are you even allowed to date outside of your race? Like they yeah. paid like homage to it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's somebody. Uh, there's another girl. I, I think her name is Lisa. Like she's the one that appears in the in the cartoon that they came out with before the movie. And she's like she's in the comic, and she never appears in the movie. And then also, um, Stephen is gay. Like he ends yeah. up. Uh, but you could tell. Yeah, like I he, feel like he, he had a thing for Scott the whole time, dude. Well, no, no, I didn't. I never thought that. I but, definitely like, thought that. Dude. Well, they, like, they, they definitely them eyes. 
the yeah, they definitely can at it, dude. Up until the moment where you, especially out. since he's so adamant on no, no, he's not allowed to bring girls around when they have band practice or whatever. They definitely made a def. They definitely made a lot of wink winks that he was yeah, gay I, and he I, had a thing I, for Scott. I, I yep. can see that. All right, so who who's your favorite character in uh, Sex Bomb? Come on, man. Go, you Bye. go first. Huh? I, I, I took your answer. I mean, me personally, I like young Neil because I always love the scene when uh, Knives is like, so what do you play? And she's talking about instruments, but he's like, you know, I play some Zelda and (laughs) he starts rattling off games or whatever. Plus, on top of that, um, he was also um, Brad in Perks of Being a Wallflower. And that's my movie. Oh, Oh, that's a good movie. Shout out to that one, man. I, I like that movie, actually. He was also um, in uh, Jennifer's body too. Oh, uh, was he? Was he? I yeah, never saw Jennifer's body. Is he yeah, the? He was... uh, is he the kid that um, kind of defeats her? That guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the oh, movie. Oh wow! Yeah, I only saw it one time. So. Same, same. I really don't remember it like that. Yeah, but yeah. Was, yeah, I thought it was going to be better than what it was, dude. Um, Bro, they. They only they only hyped it up because they had uh, Megan Fox. That was the only reason why people wanted to go. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, as far as me, man, it, it's, it's got to be my man Stephen Stills, bro. He's just mm. kind of like there. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's just that guy, man. He's funny. I like yeah. this character. I mean, yeah, I love- him, you know, he as far as the band goes, like, you know, he does less than young Neil, really, at some point. <laughs> He's literally just there, just chilling with his friends, playing in the band. You know, because Kim, she has her moments. Scott, obviously. And, uh, you know, young Neil has his moments. Stephen? Yeah, he's just there. Yeah. What about you, yeah, Banks? What you got? I, I love playing with him in the video game. Oh, yeah, that's that's my guy. Yeah, I, love- oh, man. I hope we can get together and play that. Such a fun game. Yeah. I'm I'm that I mean I, like he was my guy until the DLC came out and then uh you got to play with knives. Like I, I love playing with her. But uh yeah, my my character is Kim. Like I like Kim, I like her attitude, like the she whole dead Scott, bro. She hates Scott until until he apologizes to her. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just love like her her whole attitude on things, man. And like Whenever they played, like she would always start screaming, and then like she would just kill it on the drums. Yeah, what's that? I can't remember exactly what she says, but she'd be like, uh, "We're sex with mom, and we're here to make you get sad and want to kill stuff or something like that." It's pretty yeah. funny. One, yeah. two, three, four. Yeah, I mean, like the music, the music in the movie, man, it was sweet. Like Trav had said, like the soundtrack and everything, like it, it was really good. Like I've I've had some of the songs like on my old phone on my playlist like I had them up there, but yeah I mean it's it's definitely a good movie and it's definitely something that I would recommend especially with it being the ten year anniversary if you haven't seen the movie definitely check it out if you haven't played the video game well I can't tell you to play it because you can't find it anywhere but if you know somebody how they gonna play it bro yeah if you know somebody that has it. Then yeah, ask them can you play it because it was a it was a really good beat 'em up game. My only complaint was it didn't have uh, online co op when it first came out, and then it came like later on 
they released the online co-op. You had to pay for it, but you got Wallace and Knives as playable characters. So, I mean, at least you got that. Thanks. Hold up. Hold up. Uh, let's let's back it up a little bit, man. Who is your favorite villain in the, the league? Who was it? I said Todd Ingram. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You agreed. It was right with uh with uh Trav. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Ty yeah, Ingram. Yeah, he yeah, he was he was badass, man. Oh yeah, he was. He was like Broly. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. And then uh I mean that like yeah, Lucas Lee, like he was good too. Do you think that Lucas Lee's character was uh paying homage to Jason Lee? No. I mean, because no. think about it. Think about it. Like Lucas Lee, he was a skateboarder who okay. turned actor, and like that was the same thing with Jason Lee had did. He was a skateboarder who turned actor, and he stopped skating. Okay. I mean, I, I would think that. I mean, it's a reference to Jason Lee. I mean, nah, nah, bro. Why you always try and find stuff where they pay homage to something, yep. dude? I mean, but I think it's, it's like, dude, I like Jason Lee. You know what I mean? I'm a big Kevin. I like Kevin Smith movies. You know what I mean? But I'm not seeing it, dude. Like, I think it's okay. just reach. No, I, I was reaching. Like, I just looked, <laughs> I just looked it up. I just looked it up. It, it said that uh, Scott Pilgrim's douchebag isn't really based off of this real actor. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Okay. okay, I mean, I was just I mean, there was a comparison there, so you know, I you know, I thought it was. Mm. I thought it was. So, uh, is there anything else that we need to talk about on this topic? Or, uh, my man Gideon, give him a shout out real quick. Gideon, Gideon was a douche. Yes, he was. All right, now we're good. A big douche, bro. Yeah, hey, and shout out for Bill Hader, man, for being in the film, too, bro. The voice, yeah, he's a narrator. Uh, Bill Hader, man, is a treasure. I think he's mad underrated. He is. You think he's underrated for real? Oh my dude, honestly to me, I think he's one I think he like makes super bad as funny as it is, personally. And as far as like comedian actors, he mm-hmm. might be the best comedian actor if you've ever seen any of his work in any of the dramas that he's ever done. Mm. He's a really good actor. I mean, yeah, I he, like I said, I mean, that's why I asked. Like, I like Bill Hader. Like, everything that I've ever seen him in, he's good. He's gold. So, yeah, dude, he's know, real good. Who the hell yeah. Bill Hader at this point? But, yeah, yeah, he did a really good job in it, Chapter Two. Oh yeah, he killed it, he dude. I'm telling you, if you he haven't seen, hey, if you haven't seen Barry, the uh, TV series, it's on um, HBO. Bro, mm-hmm. watch Barry. It is so good. Yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to Bill Hader, man. I like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I'm say, um, and shout I'll out to my shout out to my crush, Aubrey Plaza, man. Bro, no, that's <laughs> my crush. You can't have him. Oh, oh, it's, it's <laughs> been a thing, bro. Real talk, like, like after I saw her in this movie, like, that's when I got a crush on her. And now that I'm watching uh, Parks and Rec, like, I'm just like, man, like, that's, that's when you, 
That's when uh, she shines in some Parks and Rec. Yeah, man. But I mean, like she's done. She's she's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, like she was in your favorite movie, Chucky. Yeah, Child's Play. Ch- uh, Chucky, just like oh, just like that's like how we call Family Matters Urkel. That's right. Urkel. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, this is a good movie. Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if you haven't watched it, re- watch it. Anyway. Yeah, no, most definitely, man. Again, if you're in any Michael Sarah films in general, you know, super bad. This is the end. Um, I wouldn't yeah. really say that's the Michael Sarah film. I mean, I, I mean, that's a whole cast of people, dude. Yeah, so, it's like all their friends. But like, Juno, I mean, I love Juno. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist is really good. Heard that. I'm really trying to. I didn't. I'm trying to think of more that he's been in. You really can't. I mean, like. Oh man, he had that movie with Jack Black where they were cavemen. I uh, I know what you're talking about, but it I. It was kind of trash, but yeah, yeah, I was about to say. Uh, that's what it's was called. It year, year one. one. It? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Year one. That's what it is. Year one, dude. Uh, uh he was great. He was Robin in the Lego Batman movie. Oh yeah, that's right. He was in the Lego Batman movie. Uh, I mean, but yeah, I mean, like, but yeah, I the mean, early the early Michael Sarah stuff, dude. That like three years, you know, like 2007 to 2012. So you know, five years or whatever. And he was on Arrested Development. Uh like that was the that was his first big uh, breakout role right there. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either, but I just know like that's where he got that's where, you know, he made a name for himself was up right. there. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm looking at everything he was in before that and like like the first thing he was in, he was skateboarder number two. You know what I'm saying? So but yeah. With that being said, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Thank you everybody for listening to today's new episode on Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And uh, we hope that you appreciated it and liked it. And we hope that you go watch the movie and read the books and know somebody that has the video game so you can play it. So with that being said, fellas, let everybody know where they can find y'all in the social media land. Trav, you're up. And you know, you find your boy on that hot Instagram at ZK Audio. Or you can come catch these hands at uh, Travoice ZK on PlayStation. And you can find me at Instagram at rebellious underscore D23. And you can find me at hero, Benjamin Banks, at KingBenji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on Facebook by typing in Benjamin Banks. And I should be the first person that pops up. And if I'm not, then I need to contact Mrs. Zuckerberg. And also make sure to keep... What were you about to say? I was about to say even more importantly... Give us what? a follow on that Patreon at Leveling Up Banks, bro. Cause tell them Man, why. You cut me off when I was about to put over all of our social media accounts. I didn't cut you off. I, I started talk- talking. You cut me off, and then I shut up. That's no, what happened. Uh, uh, I was already talking because I was talking about where they can follow us on social media at Leveling Up Banks. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and MySpace. So make sure that you check us out. And like Trav said, we need money. So 
go to our Patreon and you know give us a dollar just to show that you support us because we're almost at episode 100 yeah and episode 100 just to let y'all know it's gonna be our it's gonna be our Jojo's Bizarre Adventure episode (laughs) buckle up I the ride was over. No, it's never over when it comes oh to Joseph. God. Yeah, yeah, we know. We need to do that one piece for that hundredth episode. That's what right, we need baby. to do. That one piece. Right, uh, gotta go, gotta go. Ho ho. Yeah. Uh, Jojo. Bro, you you saw the meme with our boy. Oh, <laughs> where he started on episode twenty. He's, he said, "I don't see what the big hype is." I, I know. I know. Um, uh, what's his name on Instagram, dude? I don't know. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. I you know the dude who got the dude the uh the black gentleman who got super hot on Instagram for making the My Hero Academia reaction um oh, I videos. Thought, I thought I. How I found out about him was he talked about Dragon Ball Super, where everybody was trashing the tournament. Oh, you know what? That's what he was doing first, and then he started doing the My Hero stuff. You're right. He was doing the the Dragon Ball Super stuff before he was doing the everybody. Everybody was mad. It was just like how, like how is Goku, how is Goku losing to these girls, man? It don't make no sense. What happens? And it's not, and it's not because they're girls. It's just that Goku is a he is a god, and he's losing the Super Saiyans. Like it, it it's mind boggling, you know. Just no, because the show was supposed to be over, guys. It, it's not supposed to go that far. That this is look, this is them writing themselves into a huge corner. What next? I mean, I heard it get it's gotten better, but they should have just never did the tournament of power. Exactly, like. Why, that's your best idea? What next? Is he gonna go to the underworld and fight Hades or something? Like, come on, man. Uh, uh, probably. Yeah, maybe. It's Zeus, Zeus is next. I'm going with Zeus or Jesus Christ. One of the two. So. Well, with that being said, that's how we're gonna be ending this uh, episode. So remember to stay safe. And if you see a white and purple alien lifting up one of your best friends, Make sure you go Super Saiyan after he kills him. With that being said, we'll see you next week. Peace.